The Self Congress Podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the South Congress Podcast, episode 131. My name is Cameron. As always, rest in peace to the big homie Peanut. I love you. I miss you. Thinking about you all the time. I feel like this is the kind of thing he'd want to talk about, the kind of thing he'd want out there in the world. So uh, let's get to it, man. Um, a lot has changed in the last month or so. Um, it's a story I've told on stream. It's a story I've told on other podcasts. It's a story I've told on Twitter. But, you know, this being where a lot of our audience came from, um, how a lot of people get information on us and about us, I think it's a great time to kind of explain, you know, what's changed, what's different. So I'll take it from the beginning. Um, and a lot of you were there from the beginning. South Congress originally started as a blog. Um, you know, you know about me. Uh, grew up wanting to be in the news, wanting to be a sportscaster. I remember my senior year project with uh, Chuck Mikitinic from Fox Sports Local in San Antonio. Um, funny enough, Chuck was very helpful, but I was so headstrong. I just recorded a whole radio broadcast on my own um, just because I was like, I can do it. I don't need him. Um, but, but Chuck was great. Uh, he absolutely provided insight and help. But, you know, I go off to uh, college at UT and, um, you know, the plan is to major in communication and you know, talk about sports and news the rest of my life. And that didn't come together because I was a very lazy student. Um, I didn't have the grades to make the transition. So, you know, I finished school there. I do graduate from UT. I get my degree in English. Um, I was actually, I was seeing a girl for a little while who wrote for the school paper and I never got around to it because again, I was just, you know, a bum while I was in school. So, I graduate and I got the writing book. Like I want to write. Um, I want to blog. I want to talk about what's going on in the world. I start that. I'm writing for it. My man Brian's writing for it. Uh, his homeboy Quincy's writing, and it's going well. Like it's getting a lot of reactions. People like the stuff that I'm putting out there in the world. Um, you know, the Mike Brown shooting happens, and I lose the desire to write. Really, um, I don't have the patience to sit still. And write about the things I'm thinking. You know, I've kind of gone back over the last couple of months. Uh, I'm one of those people who wakes up in the morning and I look at my Facebook memories. And boy, I used to write out some absolute bullshit as far as status goes. Um, and I also used to get into these long diatribes and arguments with people about the way the world should work and you know, racism and sexism and politics and all that kind of stuff. And it was such a waste of time. Like the entire time. It, it was such an exercise in futility. And if I could take it back, I would. But so we kind of stopped doing the uh, the blog. It turns into the South Congress podcast. And you all know that story. Um you know, Travis Bryant and I are talking about The Flash, and eventually my me and my brother uh, start to do the Hawkins Brothers show talking about, you know, pop culture and what's going on in the world and all that, and that becomes me and Peanut. And that's when the show really takes off. That's when episodes are doing like 10,000 listens and 
five stars on iTunes and, you know, all that. Um, so I owe him so much being an excellent co-host, uh, an even better friend. And, you know, after he passed away, I didn't really have the motivation to record the podcast. Like that was, that was him and us. That was our thing. And it didn't feel right bringing somebody else in. It didn't feel right joking around the same way. I just did not have the motivation. So, you know, a lot of what I did media wise went over to Twitch. Um, and you know, you can definitely check that show out. Uh, Wednesdays, Travis Bryan and myself talking about, uh, wrestling doing the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast as we've done every Wednesday for damn near the last decade, right? But then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, depending on my schedule, I'll do the Cam Tackles Twitch, you know, talking about what's going on on YouTube, what's happening in social media, what's going on in the world. Um, so I'm sure we'll do one of those, uh, this week. You know, the queen died. You know, we got to talk about that. Football is back, right? We got to talk about that. So all kinds of stuff uh, going on that really needs to be discussed. So we'll do that. But, 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 but not everybody has the time to tune into Twitch Live. Not everybody uh, is going to go back and watch a stream. It's more, uh, streams are more like a chant back and forth. It's not this very straightforward thing that you can pause rewind or fast forward to get to what you need it's way more interactive um so with that said um let's tell i I know i've been kind of alluding to it alluding to it um i'll do a quick transition and then we'll talk about what happened the south congress podcast all right so uh (laughs) i say we're going to tell these stories from the beginning so go back to WrestleMania 34, I want to say, right? Um, I am, it's the day after WrestleMania. I am going back to the hotel from breakfast. I'm going down the street. Um, somebody's coming up the street and I look at him. I'm like, yeah, I recognize that guy. It's, uh, Kaz from Wrestle Rap and the Stashed and most recently and notably, he was one of the writers on the New Day Usos rap battle segment on SmackDown a few years ago, right? So I've never met him before, but you know, I see him and I'm just like, hey, I just want you to know I'm a big fan of what you do. He's like, all right, thanks, man. You know, nothing else is said, right? So uh, fast forward to, you know, years later, like literally like two years later, and my man Chris, uh, shout out to Chris from Tiger Driver. Um, checking in on him. He's doing okay. He's hanging in there. Uh, very strong young brother who had a lot of success early on and is working his way, uh, through some things in life that I don't wish on nobody that young, but he's a tough kid. He'll make it happen. So Chris hits me and he's like, Hey, do you want to be on a panel at New York Comic Con talking about wrestling? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Right. So I, you know, Travel to New York. This is almost a year ago. This is last October. Travel to New York. We do like the advertising and the promo. Uh, you know, people know I'm going to be there. They're super excited. This and that. So I get to the panel and Kaz and I are sitting next to each other. So I say, Hey, um, I don't know if you remember me, but you know, um, we met in New Orleans passing. He was like, Cam, I, I, I know who you are. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, cool, cool. So we're on the panel together. And if you've watched it, um, you know, him and I are joking around and we 
share a lot of similarities as far as the way we see the world and how we incorporate, you know, pop culture into the things we do, this and that. So, you know, it's a good time. And, you know, uh, we talk during, we talk a little bit after. I take off, I'm doing my thing. He's with his girl and their newborn baby. So, you know, he has that responsibility. It's great. But, you know, we're in touch now. We we talk and we joke around on the timeline, stuff like that. So, uh, the day after that, uh, my girl Lovely and I go to the GCW show in Atlantic City with Faye Jackson. And I'm next to a guy with like really long, luxurious hair. And that's, uh, Emilio Sparks, who, uh, started Wrestle Rap with Kaz, works with WWE, AEW. He's most notably the producer on, uh, Renee Paquette's podcast. So, you know, everybody's like exchanging information. We talk, you know, dap him up, you know, everything's cool. So this is still October. So in March of this year, uh, Kaz and Sparks reach out and they're like, Hey, are you going to be at, uh, WrestleMania in Dallas? And I'm like, yeah, you know, um, I planned on going, I'm doing some stuff for the torch. You know, it's down the street so I can stay with my boy. Like, yeah, I'm going. So they're like, yo, okay. You got to make sure you come through Wale Mania. So Wale Mania is the show they put on with the rapper Wale, uh, every WrestleMania season, typically a couple of days before WrestleMania, um, Everybody gets in there, uh, big party, bunch of wrestlers, rappers, you know, everything, right? So, like, okay, cool. So I go to the, uh, I get to the event at the House of Blues in Dallas and Sparks texts me and he's like, okay, hey, uh, we're at this restaurant next door. Come through. I get to the restaurant and he's immediately like, okay, um, get whatever you want. I'm paying for it. And I was like, hmm. This sounds a little funny. Why is this man paying for my food? So we're talking and he's like, yo, just so you know, we're going to need your help with the show. And I'm like, oh, oh, I see what's going on here. Okay. So we get to the venue and, uh, you know, him, Kaz and Michael Shoemaker are, um, I always say Michael Shoemaker, uh, cause I'm thinking of Michael Schumacher. The, uh, the indie car driver. So that's unfair. Cause, uh, Shoemaker's actually like my guy in real life, David Shoemaker. I'm sorry. Shoe, I, I apologize. Um, but they're like going through what they're going to say. They're on stage. They're rehearsing. And so I'm walking by. I'm helping Sparks move something or go get somebody or something. And Shoemaker's like, Hey, do I know you? And I'm like, nah, I don't think so. You know, I'm just, I'm trying to help. At this point, right? I'm not, you know, it's ain't about me. And he's like, okay, whatever. So, um, I'm, I do some more stuff and he stops me and he's like, you're Seahawk. And I was like, yeah, he's like, you're like my favorite Twitter follow. I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. That's cool. That's cool. And so, uh, him and Kaz do the Mass Man podcast, which is one of the two big wrestling podcasts on the ringer. And the ringer is, uh, the sports site started by Bill Simmons that is now owned by Spotify. So night goes great. Um, you know, I'm helping stage manage. I'm putting people here, putting people there, make sure while they not get into it with the cops, that might be a story I can tell or maybe not. But, um, yeah, so I'm helping out and it goes great. Uh, show goes off without a hitch. 
And then all that weekend, you know, Kaz and Sparks are shouting me out. Um, you know, thanks so much to Lovely. Thanks so much to, uh, Courtney and thanks so much to Cam for helping us out. So it's cool. Me and Sparks get together, uh, that Friday night. We're kicking it at the, uh, at the impact show. So everybody's getting along great. So then we're in touch more. I'm bouncing ideas off of Sparks for shows. Uh, you know, we FaceTime with ideas, all kind of stuff like that. Everybody's showing love. Cool. Cool. Whatever. So, uh, this is in April. So the social media thing's going good. I got, you know, went from like 9,000 followers to like 17,000, uh, from like January of 2021 until like July of this year. So, you know, like followers are like doubling, you know, I'm at like 18,000 now. That's all cool. I'm doing, you know, podcasts, the streaming things going good, making a little money, you know, whatever. So, like three weeks ago, I get a DM and it's from Cal. Now, Cal is the, he's one of the editors at The Ringer and he handles their wrestling side. So he hits me and he's like, Hey, um, just, uh, just introducing myself. You know, we never met. I see you on the timeline. Um, I was like, Hey, you know, I'm a big fan of what you do, man. Nice to meet you. And he's like, um, so your name comes up in a lot of the circles I'm in. And I'm immediately like, oh no, <laughs> right? Oh no. So he's like, uh, I'm like, it's good, right? Like, I hope everything's good. He's like, no, it's all good. And he was like, so what is your situation with Pro Wrestling Torch? And, you know, I tell him, like, I, you know, I do some podcasts over there. I write a little bit over there, but I'm not under like any type of contract. You know, I'm just, you know, hey, Wade allows me to put out content and that's allowed me some really cool opportunities, um, writing for magazines, websites, uh, being on different podcasts, stuff like that. So he's like, Oh, well, I wanted to see if you were interested in writing still. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's been. Enough years. I've written some for wrestling, um, like sporadically. Uh, I've all gotten like really good reactions. So I'm like, yeah, like, of course I want to write. He's like, okay. So I'm in charge of the ringers wrestling division. Um, so I'd love for you to write something. I say, okay, you know, cool. He was like, let me know when you have some ideas. I hit him back like that day. I said, Hey, I would love to write a piece on Ricky Starks. So, um, Ricky Starks is a wrestler for AEW, for All Elite Wrestling, super talented dude, lives here in Austin. We met on a whim, um, started hanging out, got to know each other really well. And so I was like, hey, I've, I've been telling Rick, like, yo, I'd love to, like, do something media-wise with you. And it's difficult because it ain't like just asking your homeboy to get on the show. You know, he's he works for a company that's under the uh you know the warner media umbrella so it needs to be like super official we got to make sure a media guy's around if we're gonna talk um i gotta run the questions about this and that so he hits me back he's like yo cam this is homeboy with aw um let him know when we're getting together we'll do a call so we um we get together like three weeks ago sunday we do a Zoom call. We talk for about 45 minutes. Um, 
I do a transcript of it and I start writing. This is Sunday. I got the first draft done by Monday because I basically been writing a story for a year because I've known Rick since October of last year. And so it's the culmination of a bunch of conversations, a bunch of ideas, a bunch of thoughts, watching him on TV, seeing him interact with his coworkers, seeing him interact with my friends. Like this has been something I've been working on. So it was really easy to write. So I talk to Cal and I'm like, hey, how long should it be? He says 2,000 to 3,000 words. I say, okay, no problem. In my mind, I'm thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how, how am I going to do this? This is insane. Uh, but I get to writing it again. You know, knowing Rick, um, having the transcript to work off of, being able to talk to him in private. I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. Turn in the first draft. Cal digs it. Goes through the editing process. Sends it back. Edit again. Sends it back. Where did you get these quotes? I need to make sure these are in there. Sends it back. Blah, 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 blah. Right? So this is like Monday that the first draft is out. Uh, AEW has a pay-per-view this last Sunday. So the pay-per-view would have been the fourth, I guess. Um, so we're like, yo, we got to have it out by the 31st so that we can have it out for their TV before the pay-per-view. We make it happen. We make it happen. Um, comes out, gets a great reaction. I kept it secret enough to where people didn't know. Um, but you know, everybody showed love now. This is why I'm telling you this because this is the part I left out. I'm thinking that this is a one-off. You know what I mean? Like that this is, uh, you know, write something. We'll send you a couple of dollars. Thanks for contributing. Cal's like, okay, the lady from HR is going to email you. I said, lady from HR? Why? And he's like, you're going to be under contract to work here. I was like, oh. <laughs> so I talked to the HR lady. I sent off my documents. Uh, yeah, she's like, okay. So you, this is your onboarding. You're now an official employee of the ringer. I was like, oh, shit. What? Oh, God. Uh, and yeah, got got my first check today. Um, so yeah, your boy has two full-time jobs now. Now, I would not tell you how much money I make. But I will tell you this. My salary with the ringer is more than my salary with my career that I've been at for seven years and needed a bachelor's degree for. So basically, I have two full time salaries now. Um, in theory. I. Am a six figure motherfucker now. I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I just never thought that would be for me because I never like wanted that for me but here it is so by being talented number one but by being good to the homies by being helpful by listening by being flexible and by just being in the right spot and through the grace of god like i have two careers now guys um this is the culmination of 14 years of a whole bunch of free labor and a whole lot of sleepless nights. So we're here. We are really actually here, man. Um, I am just taken aback. I'm blown away. Um, this is just absolutely amazing. Like I'm getting Shea Serrano. If you know who that is, the author Shea Serrano. 
I have his book of hip hop and other things on my coffee table right now. And he has hit me asking me to hang out when I'm in the city. Life is nuts. Like I, I, people have been inviting me on podcasts. Uh, I did a radio spot, uh, late last week. Uh, yeah, life is nuts right now, man. Um, I know that Peanut would be so excited. And this is the first time, guys, since he's passed away that I've really been excited about anything. Um, and it, it is just, it's nice to feel good because it's been a long time. And so I do this with him absolutely in mind. Um, and yeah, we, we're rolling, baby. We're rolling. So, uh, please. Check out TheRinger.com. Just search my name, Cameron Hawkins. You will see the article, Ricky Starks, The Sound and the Fury. Um, me being the English major that I am, I incorporated a bunch of quotes from Faulkner's book from 1929, Sound and the Fury. Um, so you'll see that. But yeah, just a, a fun thing to write about somebody I, I really respect and admire. Uh, great kid, uh, Ricky Starks is. And so, yeah, expect way more from me going forward. We're working on that second story right now. Again, the biggest thing is I can't just write about people anymore. I got to clear it with their bosses now. Um, so yeah, that's where we are. Um, expect more updates. Uh, the South Congress podcast once again has a reason to exist, um, to keep you informed on kind of what's going on with now the writing with the media. Um, I'll be in LA. Next week, uh, for about four days, um, partially job related, but actually there for some fun. Um, and then I'll be back in LA, of course, WrestleMania weekend, really in a new capacity. Um, I'm pretty sure that now that the Royal Rumble is in January in San Antonio, I'm going to be doing, uh, some media stuff, uh, there as well. So yeah, man, stay tuned. Um, uh, we are, we are back in the mix in a way that we have never been before. Uh, so yeah. Um, thank y'all for rocking with me. I hope, uh, you get to celebrate this. Like I'm going to celebrate it. Uh, cause it's a beautiful thing, man. Uh, South Congress podcast episode 131. My name is Cameron. He's still peanut and we're out. The South Congress podcast.